Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Snap, the sexual experiences show that talks about how I completely screwed up that beginning. Huh. I should have Monica here more often. Uh, Welcome to Snap, the Saturday night adult party where we talk about sex sexuality, and relationships from a blind perspective. I am your host, Victor Gouveia, and my co-host tonight, excuse me, our co-host tonight isn't here due to technical difficulties, but hey, I've helmed the show before, and I'll do it again. So, uh, yeah, stick around. Let's see what's up for today. Remember, <clears throat> sorry, uh, remember our show is sponsored by Eden Fantasies. Upgrade your sex experience for by going to EdenFantasies.com. That's Eden Fantasies with an S-Y-S on the end, dot com. And uh, check out the discounts in the description box below. And they have a two free a free gift when you buy anything uh, anything over the amount of twenty nine dollars. So as if you go past twenty nine dollars, hit the link in the description box below, and it'll automatically be added to your cart. But you have to hit the link in the description box. I have to I have to warn you Snap is a show that talks uh uninhibitedly we don't mince words we talk about pussies cocks and dicks and fucking and all that nifty stuff and we don't well we do it in, in we try to do it in simple terms that everybody will understand because let's face it our kids are swearing more than we are hmm excuse me our kids are swearing more than we are in school so hey turn about is fair play so tonight monica and i were were going to talk about well, birth control. Instead, I'm going to talk about birth control. Birth control has been around since ancient times. The ancient Egyptians and Greeks, even the Romans, used birth control or tried to use birth control. They used to use papyrus leaves in place of a diaphragm using <laughs> using honey and um, other sticky substances that w- that they thought would block the sperm from 
entering the uh, cervix. Yeah, they actually thought that. Naturally, as time progressed, uh, so did education, thank God. And we, uh, we evolved to the point where now we have all kinds of all kinds of uh, birth control methods. We have two main types. There is the physical birth control and the hormonal birth control. Hormonal means you use some kind of substance to activate the hormones in your body that tell your body it isn't pregnant. The physical kind are the kind that you insert, uh, wear, um, apply, that sort of thing. Now, I want to warn everybody. Everybody thinks that condoms are 100% effective. They are not. They are only 98% effective. And the fact is, and I didn't know this until I actually researched this on uh, for this episode, not all condoms stop transmission of STDs. Because while you can prevent pregnancies with lambskin condoms, they don't prevent the transmission of sexually transmitted diseases. And by STDs, I mean AIDS, gonorrhea, herpes, uh, genital warts, that sort of thing. It does not stop that stuff. Having said that, latex common condoms, rather, are a good way to prevent sexually transmitted diseases and pregnancy. Condoms, I was supposed to have a demo here, but uh, somehow I kind of forgot that with the hubbub of... Uh, uh, Monica not being uh, trying to help Monica get on the air. Um, condoms are safe, however, if you have a latex, um, if you have a latex, uh, allergy, sorry, that's what I meant to say. You uh, you have to use polyurethane or 
the lambskin. I'm not sure about the polyurethane, whether that is more or less effective in STD prevention, but I do know it is it is effective in birth control. But having said that, and I can't believe I'm going to say this, the most effective birth control is abstinence. Yes. The only 100% way of not getting pregnant and not transmitting STDs is absence. Abstinence. <laughs> and for those who don't know what abstinence means, it means not fucking. Uh, and no, that doesn't mean doing something else in its place, like oral or anal or anything like that. It means no sex whatsoever. That's what abstinence is. Now, you can prevent pregnancy by doing anything but intercourse. But that does not prevent the transmission of sexually diseases. Because you can introduce it from anal play. You can introduce it from oral play. You can introduce it from hand play. If you have, if you bite your nails and you jerk off someone who is bleeding from the crotch who has AIDS, you're more than likely going to get it too. You're more than likely, I'm not saying you will, but you're more than likely going to get it. So I was going to have Monica here with me so we could talk about the different types of birth control and talk about some of the stupider things people have tried. I mentioned one at the very beginning, using papyrus leaves inserted into the vagina with honey and or some other sticky substance to prevent um, sperm from entering the birth canal. Having said that, there are those that think that if they don't put their penis inside the female, in other words, don't put your dick in and it won't get in. However, there is a possibility that just having, I and I, I made a mention of this on one of our other episodes when I was talking to Monica, uh, the transmission of birth control, sorry, the transmission of sperm into the birth canal can be accomplished. And no, you do not 
have to put the penis in the vagina. At all. You can simply have your dick next to that pussy. And if she's wet enough, your sperm will crawl up in there. And if you have super sperm, and believe me, nobody has super sperm. If they are extra, if they're more motile than other sperm, they will get in there for sure because they crawl up the vaginal juices. I know some of you must be thinking, wow, that's gross. But yeah, that's what happens. People can get pregnant like that. There have been a few reports of that so far. So, now I should say, it is a low number, a very low number, but it is potentially a way of getting pregnant. Uh, as well, you can transmit diseases that way. Doesn't matter the disease, gonorrhea, syphilis, or uh, uh, God, what am I looking at? Warts, vaginal warts, or or sorry, it just the term just blew out of my uh, out of my head for some reason. I, I mean, that was so stupid. Genital warts. Oh my God, I can't believe I I lost that word. Genital warts. Yes. Okay. Uh, the other the other STD that I'm thinking about is crabs because crabs can all you have to be is near the pussy or or dick to get that stuff transmitted onto you or onto your hair rather, and. Um, yeah, I mean, that's that's just gross. I mean, it'd be one thing if you could eat the friggin' things. And you probably could. You know, you can probably... <laughs> I mean, I don't say never. I never say never. But I've never heard of people eating uh, crabs. But, hey, you know, if apes can do it, why can't we? So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm digressing here. Um, so having said that, there is that. And I did not know this, but apparently IUDs are 98% effective in birth control. IUDs are, is something that you insert into the body, into the female uterus, that prevents uh, the egg from latching on. Now, there used to be a rumor that IUDs left... Um, led to cases of pelvic inflammatory disease. However, that's no longer the case. Um, 
the newer versions, which are made of uh, silicone and or polyurethane and different other uh, items, um, have less of a chance of getting pelvic inflammatory disease, um, whereas the older versions did. Um, but I did not know that uh, P, uh, that IUDs actually prevented pregnancy a hundred percent of ninety eight percent of the time. I actually thought that they weren't that great a method, but apparently that's not the case. Um, and like I said, imagine when I saw that you know condoms aren't 100% effective in STD transmission and uh, birth control. I mean, I never even thought of that. I always thought, yeah, you can you can switch from latex to uh, lambskin or, or some other type of... But apparently, yeah, that's not... You can't actually do that. So... There's also a, a, a few things in terms of sponges. And sponges are used by inserting them into the pussy. And it's covered in spermicide. And it blocks the cervix or the birth canal case you don't know what a cervix is and prevents the sperm from crawling up in there to fertilize the egg that's the whole point of the sponge i'm sorry i did not get um the numbers as to which how effective these processes were and i apologize for that but Please look it up if you're not sure. Check out Wikipedia under the search term of birth control. And they've got a whole list of them, including the various numbers that you can look up. Uh, additionally, you can talk to birth control centers all over the, all over the world, let alone the country. A lot of places, a lot of big cities do have birth control centers. For example, in China, Vietnam, India, Russia, and even Europe and North America. Even South America has birth control centers. And they're really Christian down there. So... Different things that you can insert in there that I read about were sponges, diaphragms, and again, all of them, all of these methods require spermicide in in uh, covered all over the device to prevent sperm from getting up in there, um, and the IUD. 
of course, there's also the stuff that you can put on. For example, female condoms. Yes, there are such a thing as female condoms. Uh, dental dams. That prevent both sexually transmitted diseases and pregnancy. As well as male condoms. Now guys, I'm going to say this and I'm going to say this once. Do not trust somebody else with your safety. Now, I'm not saying don't trust your parents. Obviously, you trust your parents. But don't trust the person you're about to fuck. More than likely, they'll only be interested in their own pleasure. I'm not saying that's all the cases. But in a lot of cases, the person who wants to fuck you is just looking for a fuck. Or some other gratification to pleasure themselves. And they will claim that they get they don't feel as good if they wear condoms or if they use protection that sort of thing doesn't matter as much as you want to make them happy the fact is only you as smokey the bear used to say only you can prevent pregnancy Well, in Smokey the Bear's case, it was forest fires. But you guys get the idea. Don't rely on somebody else to bring a condom. You have them ready for with you. Now, I can't tell you how embarrassing and frustrating it is to have a condom that won't tear open. And there really are condoms like that. There are condoms that are in a square package that are together. Those can, condoms are easy to tear open because they have perforated sides. Sorry, I should say edgy, edgy sides? I don't know. What do you call it? I don't want to say perforated because they're not perforated. The fact is, they're just uh, connected to other condoms. On that side that they are connected to, you can actually rip them open quite safely, and it'll tear open easily. But they also have a round packaging. Yes, a round packaging that... I am incapable of opening. I've tried. I've tried really hard. And I wasn't able to do it. <laughs> I, yeah, okay. Look, I know I sound ridiculous, but the fact is I wasn't able to open that round package for the life of me. 
and I just prefer the square one, the square packaging. Uh, they're easier to open. <laughs> um, <laughs> suffice it to say, enough embarrassment. But uh, the other thing I don't recommend is putting them in your wallet. It's fine if you want to put them in your wallet for the night only, but don't keep them in there. I mean, for one thing, they will degrade with time. And for another, you get a big lump in your wallet shaped like a condom and... I don't think you should have that showing when you pull it out to buy a coffee or something. So, yeah, don't keep it in your wallet. Always keep one handy. In your clutch bag, in your wallet, uh, in your purse, your bag. Always have one handy. Because you never know when you're going to have sex. You really don't. And who knows, you might want to twink one out in the restroom or something like that. In the bathroom. And <laughs> it, it, I mean, that's one of the cleanest ways to do it. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Depending on the condom, you can lose sensation. But that tends to be a good thing because at that point you you don't become the minute man loss of sensation is helpable in lasting longer sorry helpful in lasting longer yeah okay okay uh, i don't know why but there are some condoms that are very thin and they kind of feel like a second skin, a really thin, sensitive, uh, sense, uh, I don't know. Today is a long, yeah, it's a weird day. Um, I mean, for those who joined us earlier, we had a great talk on the blind perspective about the benefits of being blind. And you know what? I really can't say if being blind is a positive or negative when it comes to birth control. I mean, for one thing, if you're on the pill, the packaging of the pill is actually color-coordinated. And you won't know which pill is which. Now, there are apps that you can get which plot your cycle. However, there's a problem with that. Those cycles are pretty one-size-fits-all when that isn't the case at all. Some women have 
their periods every every four weeks. Some women have their periods every two weeks. And it may be just a little bit. And some women don't have their periods at all. Now, a lot of this has to do with physical chemistry. For example, overweight tends to fuck up your hormones. And so the possibility of not having a period is greater in overweight women. Don't, hey, don't, don't look at me like that. I'm just spouting a fact. Uh, your age also tends to fuck up your hormonal level to the point where you may stop having periods at a, for a while. Or when you reach menopause, you stop having periods, period. But again, it's up to you whether you want to begin hormonal therapy or not. It's kind of weird. I mean, I would think that somebody would make the pill, quote unquote, more blind friendly. I don't know. If somebody knows if the pill is more blind-friendly than normal, please let me know in the comment section or uh, send us an email, saturdaynightadultparty at gmail.com and let us know whether, uh, whether the pill is blind-friendly or not. I mean, the last packaging I saw was color-coded wherein a certain number of the pills were blue and in or in a blue container and the others were in a pink container presumably the the pink ones were to have your period like i said you you have it with your i i Honestly, the pill basically changes your hormone levels and regulates it. Regulates it. Sorry. But um Okay, no comments yet. Thank I was kind of hoping for comments. Um Having said that, I mean, uh, there's no reason not to use protection. I mean, we use them all the time. Now, for overweight men, it can be difficult to put a condom on. Especially for those overweight men who aren't circumcised. Because you have to get around the foreskin and all that nifty shit. The fact is, when you put a condom in, 
if you do have a foreskin, peel the foreskin back so that the head is exposed completely and the foreskin is down. Then slide the condom and roll it over your dick. But don't stop there because as soon as you've done that and you hate hit the base of your dick, let your foreskin slide back up. Then continue unrolling it down towards your pubic hair. And speaking of pubic hair, you probably want to... Yeah, you're probably going to want to shorten your hair because pubic hair tends to get caught in latex condoms. Uh, so, and, and that, that becomes painful after a while. So, yeah, if you think you're going to look feminine by manscaping, don't. The fact is, that shit hurts when it gets caught in your pubic hair. I mean, it hurts when your zipper gets caught on your pubic hair. Hence why we developed uh, underwear. Well, that and to hide the uh, the uh, mud tracks in the back. But, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, today's episode is just one huge disaster. I was more prepared, but I guess we can't all be prepared all the time, especially when you're trying to help others. Um, as I said, I was helping Monica try to get online uh, into the studio, but for some reason, we couldn't get her in. And... Uh, Without Monica, I mean, she had a really great story about how the IUD she was using risked crawling right into her belly. And, and I still don't know how that happened. Because as far as I knew, uteruses were one large sack with two little hole openings for the ovaries. But apparently she had a whole story about it and we were going to talk about that stuff and she wasn't able to come on board. So we're going to cut it short this week and, and maybe, just maybe, next week continue on with the stories <laughs> and uh, hopefully I'll be better prepared next week but in the meantime guys if you if you want to hear about something or you want to come on the program and discuss something that you may have a problem with 
send us an email Saturday Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. That's Saturday night adult party at gmail.com. Check us out on podcasts everywhere and coming soon the Saturday night adult party podcast, which you can subscribe to and Hopefully, it'll be a lot better than this. But, you know, what can I do? Thanks for joining me. And uh, we'll see you next week, folks. Bye-bye.